Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 112 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me, as always, is Carlo. I'm here, yeah. And Matthew. Oh, hello. And special guest, Doug. Hi. Yay, Doug's here. Yay. It's very exciting. Before we dive too deep, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by our Black Belt patrons, Zach Zablowski and Dale Littlejohn. If you want to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com uh, slash studios or click on the Become a Patron link at the bottom of our homepage. It's like a recurring tip job. And it helps us out. So, yeah, do that. And, Carlos, what have you been up to this week? Well, I played some video games and then. Uh, Did you take notes on what you've been doing this week? No, no, I found a note, <laughs> I found a note card from uh, the last show. No. Uh, but, uh, of course, we had uh, an event yesterday, but we'll talk about that later. Also, Daredevil is on Netflix. I watched the first half of that so far. You've heard the first half? I'm like, part, well, almost halfway through. I'm like uh, halfway through episode five. Holy shit. Yeah. How much did you watch last night? Just the one episode. Okay. How, so you watched four hours of... That's not that weird. I suppose Think how not, quick yeah. you went through House of Cards. Three and hours. Like, that. Yeah. like, like a three yeah. hours. I just, it's just surprising. Like putting it like, I'm halfway done already. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm halfway through the second episode, and then I got distracted by yeah. people. Well, you had stuff to do. I didn't. That's true. You never have stuff to do. Is it, okay, I could play <laughs> video games, or you know, I could watch some Daredevil, and it was rough. Yeah, was it rough, Carlos? Yeah. How rough was it? Very rough. Yeah, okay. sounds painful. It was. Though, painful. I mean, it, that's Sophie's choice, right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Catch twenty-two. I mean, <laughs> Matt, what have you been up to this week? Uh, not a whole lot. No uh, schedules are changing at work, so I'm getting used to that. And I made okonomiyaki on it. Uh, yes, that's what the face everybody gives me when I I've that. heard of it, but I just don't know it's what it's a Japanese is. pancake, and we did a Hiroshima style, so it has bacon and noodles and great stuff. Oh, I it. thought that meant it glowed in the dark. Oh, that would be <laughs> funny. And then, uh, yeah, finished up, uh, caught up on Game of Thrones because the premiere is tonight. I'm so excited. <sighs> There's going to be dragons and boobs. Dragons just, and boobs. That's the thing. I don't have HBO, so I always have to wait and avoid as many spoilers as you. Yeah, possible. that's the yeah. hard part. Just, a, <sighs> just in time for HBO to drop their new uh, service. HBO now. Yeah, HBO. Uh, Mac products only, though, right now. Is it? That's yeah. crazy. Or uh, you can get it on the PlayStation using... Uh, what's that thing called, Carlos? I do not know. Why don't you know? I how could PlayStation, play on PlayStation store? Using what? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's uh, no, it's it's their new live uh, like TV service. Oh, yeah. They're they're like oh, isn't it like cable Stinger thing. or something? Or I can't. Remember. I don't remember. Okay. I, don't know. I just know that HBO thing was like fifteen dollars, and like I pay eight dollars for Netflix. Yeah, but you don't get dragons and boobs on Netflix. I get Daredevil. No yeah. dragons, nor 15 boobs. 15 is pretty pricey for that. It yeah. is. It is. But T- technically, also, if you have the internet, you can get dragons and boobs. Matt. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Granted, though, it would be nice to be able to watch the last week tonight. Like the whole Last week notes. tonight is great. Oh, I yeah, watch, the, well... The- I see the clips. I, I acquire it occasionally. Yeah. The cool part about, like, I just got the HBO Go because my parents have the HBO subscription. So, like, uh-huh. they have literally everything, every TV show they've ever had on there. It's really cool. Cool. 
That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. HBO has a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, all their old stuff is now on uh, Amazon Prime. Is it? So you can go like watch The Wire and stuff like that. Do they have Carnival on there too? Yes. And Sopranos and all that old HBO stuff. That stuff that people have the been Pacific talking about, talked about for years. Brothers. Yes. I, I wasn't a huge fan of The Pacific. No, Band of Brothers was really good though. It was, yeah, yeah, that was great. The Pacific was too much like uh, those... What was it? Letters from Iwo Jima, and mm-hmm. what was the other one? Flags of Our Father. Yeah, wasn't a huge fan of those movies, mm. but that's because they were boring. So, <laughs> uh, Doug, what have you been up to since the, like, the past year? Man. Oh God, oh, what hasn't happened? Let's see. Uh, Bear gets. Uh, I had a kid. Well, that's back that, in man, October. Every- <laughs> uh, it is what it is. I mean, you know, just learning to balance your life out around. This little thing that's really demanding. I don't know if you know this or not, but babies are constantly demanding stuff. Those they, jerks. They can't say it out they're loud. They're going to be just, demanding yeah. stuff until they're 18. Or so they're kind of like dealing with drunks all the time. Yeah. 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 But if you train them right, like after a certain age, then they can serve you beer. Oh, there you go. You know, I'll give her a job around the house. Like, you got to get a fish daddy's beer. But if you don't crack the top, then you don't get a quarter. That's how it works. Oh, you know? that's a good one. My, my grandpa always gave us a quarter for getting his beer for him. Yeah, you know. Uh, we've even talked about having like an internship in the house so I can pay her and then write it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Then you have to follow labor laws. Well, I mean, you know. Call it farm work. What you can get away Call with. Call it farm work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're farming art. There you go. That makes sense. They can ignore all the hours. Though. <laughs> Is that how that works? Uh, I see, honey. You're getting up to your 60 hours this week. I don't know if I can have you go much further than yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. This year, I also wrapped up the Kingdom of Loathing series that I was working on. So we got a collector of that coming out here in the next month or so. And... Um, you know, finished up color this like last, last this weekend. I finished up coloring the LFX pages. Awesome. So yeah, we'll have to dive into that during the yep. interview in a bit here. Yeah, it's been a busy year. That's exciting. I know. Busy is always good in, I guess, you know, internet things, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you got to constantly be doing something, otherwise, people get bored of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess this week the biggest event that happened was we celebrated International Tabletop Day at uh, Pitchfork there was a decent turnout there, there was, was a, there I was, was a really few surprised how many people yeah, there, there's, there was a few people playing games there which was cool yeah um, I was surprised uh, a dad got the- his ass kicked by his son in Munchkin oh right. yeah I, I saw them starting to play that yeah I, w- I watched nice. that that was pretty good but yeah, I saw like a couple of people brought like the little kids in too. Yeah, yeah well, no, I don't know if how much of that was with tabletop day and how much it was the parents wanted a drink and the kids were along. <laughs> yeah, well, it's weird the brewery culture in Wisconsin. I don't know how it is in Minnesota a whole lot, but there's always kids in the breweries. Mm-hmm. It's mm. it's kind of crazy. Minnesota's more hipsters. I mean, so you still get the board games, but like they kind of frown on children being there. Yeah, I guess is is it legal in? Minnesota up till ten o'clock at night. Okay, like I, I I still go to the Monday night comedy show or Northeast, and like I sometimes I have to bring my kid with because I don't obviously don't want to mm-hmm. find a sitter. But I decided to get out of there like before the show closes because at ten o'clock 
you can't have it your baby there. To have a baby yeah. there. Which is kind of funny because I don't plan on feeding shots to my baby. <laughs> and it's not like she's going to go sneak around and steal people's drinks. Oh, you don't know that. Wait until she starts rolling. Oh, well, maybe they're worried that you're, you're going to have her sober cab for you. Well, what I, what I want to do is just train her to like just get that like really pretty look on her face, you know, and but but sad and. Daddy needs a beer. Do you think you can contribute and just have her go around with a basket? <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, I'm going to totally work that guilt. Toddler Kahlberg going around <laughs> with the hat. Uh, yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. I had I had a few too many at by the end there. Yeah, was, and we what was the best part about it? We had the the to go breathalyzer with us. Too. Yeah, and I those won. things are fun. <laughs> <laughs> those things are cool. It was a contest that I totally yeah. Vanquished. We we went out uh, last night when we got back from the brewery. I figured you guys would. Yeah, Peter ended up coming out too, and we went and saw a couple bands that were playing and stuff. We got to play with the breathalyzer. Oh, that's right. It too. was the, uh, the bluegrass the festival. Bluegrass Never falls, yeah. Who won that? The breathalyzer. That was, uh, I think, uh, I think it was Zach. Actually, it right. doesn't surprise me. And I was right behind him by like two points, and it, it was like <laughs> cool. point. He think he's like point one seven. This is the problem with these portable breathalyzers: <laughs> is it turns drinking into a. Contact. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Where it's like, what you have this? Not for long. And you just start <laughs> chugging beers. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's some cool bands. We saw the best one was at Shooters, and then uh, after that, we went over to Emma's. And actually, Emma's was the busiest place in town. It felt but you like. put out the sign that said no music. I know there, there was no music. But uh, yeah, you actually couldn't even walk in Emma's, but you could walk everywhere else. Maybe everybody else was sick of music too. That must be. I think. So. Or it's just the Emma's is the cheapest place in town. That's too. Yeah. That's true. Because on the other side of my sign, it said mm, beer tabs one fifty to three. Yeah, with three bucks for a pint of craft you can't go wrong with that god i'd go broke yeah <laughs> not as fast as six dollars a pint well that's that's kind of the thing i like about like the brew pubs in minneapolis most of them shoot around five bucks yeah you know which i get that's fine it, that's it, that's just what we've come to expect is beer price yeah like exactly. drinking craft beer five bucks a pint okay six all right you know i i, I can do it seven we we might be having a problem I don't know here. the when I, the yeah. first few I'm like ah oh, whatever but then once I realize that I've had four and just spent twenty dollars on four beers I'm kind of like uh, well don't think about it that way no yeah I don't I don't like that at all it happens don't when, quantify it, it really does happen when you get older when you start thinking about the price of what you just paid and like <laughs> I could sit at home and watch Netflix and get drunk for far cheaper than this yes yeah, yeah. oh for sure. <laughs> Well, and then, like, you know, you go out to eat and it adds another 12 yeah. bucks to your. I, I to spent have two a lot of money and... yesterday. Uh, a lot more than I spent downtown River Falls just sitting at uh, Pitchfork. I did, well, I, I went to Patty's and <laughs> spent uh, an amount yeah. there. Because I got those apps there, too, and then the beers. And yeah. then I had seven beers at Pitchfork. So I the purposely. Day. But that was over. I purposely only brought like $18 downtown, and I spent that buying people drinks, too. Yeah. (laughs) That's because you went to Emma's. No, we went all over the place. Ah, that's Ah. ridiculous. Ah. Ah. All right, we have a beer. We should try this beer. Oh, no, what is it? I don't know if I can have any beer go down. All right, well, you're going to open it and pour and pass, and then I'll talk about it. Oh, it's a stout. That means I'll just take a sip. Yeah, just take a bit. So this is uh, Old Guero. Or Ol Guero. Uh, it's from Bent Brew Stillery, which you know because we've done a few interviews with them. And this is a ch- – they're calling it a Chilean uh, double stout, and it was aged in bourbon barrels for nine months. Uh, just released this week. It's like 
ten and a half percent or something. Oh Jesus! Has a decent amount of spice to it. I tried a sample of it at the brewery, and then Ooh. I bought a couple Ooh. of bottles. Whoa. But it smells awesome. <laughs> I don't know Pungent. about that. <laughs> Holy cow! Whoa! I've never smelled a beer like that before. <laughs> With that foam. Look, if anything, foam. it smells close to the Hebrew sixteen. It's definitely a. Uh, <laughs> it's a little on the boozy side. Yeah. Um, that's why. I, I picked up another bottle that I'm going to let sit for a year and let that booze kind of mellow out. Mellow out. Yeah, that mm. foam, you can definitely see it's a double stout. Oh, man, but there's like a cocoa note, a little bit of coffee. It was You can barrels, smell right? the barrel. Bourbon barrel, yep. Oh, bourbon, yeah. It's actually got a very interesting flavor. <laughs> so stout, you can taste a little bit of the, the, the spicy chili in it. I get a lot of chocolate out of this thing. Chocolatey. Um, there's also honey. In it, uh, oh, yeah, honey, coffee, uh, Merkin is the smoked chilies. Yeah, we already kind of laughed about that before. Yes, I, I want to drink a Merkin, but Merkin, <laughs> Carlos. Oh, I'm liking this. I've only had like a sip so oh, far. Okay, yeah, it's pleasant. Matt, we'll start with you then. Uh, yeah, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to taste after smelling that. Um, once it once that smell dissipates just a little bit, it's not as concentrated. I do like that chocolate. You can taste the honey that, that you said that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot sweeter and it's not quite as boozy. It's as, more savory than sweet, I'd yeah. say, kind of mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's definitely not too sweet. I'm glad about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Doug. It's good breakfast beer. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast. I don't know about breakfast. <laughs> well, if you want your day started out good, yeah, right. go. the whole bottle. I like starting breakfast out with like a, a stout because that goes good with coffee and you know bacon and whatnot. So yeah. pancakes makes pancakes. sense. Did you did you try any of uh, this year's KBS Kentucky Breakfast Stout from Founders? No, no. Um, I don't know. I picked I picked up a couple of bottles where I was able to find them, and it was just super boozy this year. Yeah. So it, that's one that definitely needs another year on it. But once it once it's aged properly, it just it tastes like breakfast in a glass. It's amazing. That's it's awesome. so good. That is awesome. All right. Well, I think... Yeah, well, I, I can... Uh, I, I'm not quite... I just wanted to oh, say that. yeah, go uh, ahead. It, all the different flavors in the beer just really come together really well. I think that they really complement each other. Yeah, no, they, they mellow well, uh, and you can, you can pick up hints of the barrel and the bourbon. Yeah, definitely. Which I like some, and it's not too barrel like. Yeah. Some of them you taste, and like, all you taste honestly, is I get wood. most of that barrel yeah. in the smell. Yeah. So. Oh man, but a bottle of this would knock you on your ass hard. Yeah. Well, I might be able to drink a bottle of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. Okay, it's not my fault at all. The Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. All right, guys. Florida woman Caroline Tidwell woke up last Friday to an unexpected visitor, a 400-pound black bear chilling in her living room. Ooh. Right? Uh, Tidwell was initially afraid the bear had eaten her cats, but it turned out that the only thing the bear had chowed down on was her family's Easter candy. (laughs) The sugar-crazed bear fled the scene once it realized uh, the people were awake, uh, but it then broke in again the next morning. (laughs) So how bad does your home security have to be for it to be infiltrated by a bear? Well, twice. Let's talk about this fact that it's a 400-pound bear. There's not really much security that's going to stop it <laughs> if it wants to get in. Yeah, I, I feel like a locked door would deter that bear pretty Is well. A four hundred pound bear, or at least wake up everybody when it knocks down the door. Yeah, 
They didn't discover it until the following morning. Yeah, like how how hard do you sleep? <laughs> you don't know there's a bear in your house. Well, there's like a, a very sneaky bear. Well, maybe she was woken up by the sound of the bear. Like maybe the bear didn't do it until like five o'clock in the morning. So it's, the bear had time to eat all of their Easter candy and then chill. Uh, it's a bear that can probably eat that candy. There's a really fast. good video on uh, YouTube somewhere. I can't remember the name of it. I saw it a long time ago. Where the a guy was sleeping on the couch, and they had, like, a security camera inside the house. And all of a sudden, you see the door, like, open up in the kitchen or whatever. And I guess a bear just walked into the house. And finally, he wakes up hearing a noise and just his sudden shock and, like, going up to the wall. And then he starts being really big and yelling at the bear and everything. And the bear finally figures its way out of the house. And he's just like, what the hell? I have no idea what I would do if a bear that popped it, it, It's a great video. I, I have no idea. I'd probably close my door and go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably encourage it into my neighbor's backyard. Be like, Come on, bear, eat this dog. <laughs> no, just their children. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know, Carlos. The bear would go straight for your room. That's where all the slim jims are. There's no slim jims anymore. That's true. You've eaten them. Exactly. So you are just now one your big sheets. Slim I'm covered. Yeah, your sheets <laughs> smell like uh, slim jims. So he's gonna no, go. And... No, they don't. Because I wash my sheets. Oh, you that's ridiculous. <laughs> Washing sheets. What kind of bachelor are you? Uh, a farmer in Leroy, Minnesota, is having a bit of a bad time after some ballsy thieves stole seventy thousand dollars worth of his bull semen. <laughs> is this the wait? Is this the first time? This is not. This isn't the first time this happened, right? No, this is the first time we talked about bull semen. We've talked about pig semen before. Oh, it was pig semen last time. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What do you do with that much bull semen? I don't know. Uh, Apparently, they took a frozen canister, roughly the size of a milk jug, containing vials of semen from his unlocked barn. According to the local sheriff, bull semen is quite valuable. People will purchase the semen and inseminate the cows themselves instead of transferring a bull to the cows. That's true. Is it still, is Fear Factor still a show? Because maybe they stole it. I don't think Fear Factor is a, th- a thing anymore. All right. I didn't know there's a black market in bull semen. Right <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> like, how do you initiate that conversation? Can I'm I- sure if this was a, like China, then they'd be stealing it and selling it right? in the market. It, for- it's a good side for their three penis one. Yeah. <laughs> and then also they... Uh, it's like caviar. <laughs> they, they kill a bunch of sharks and take the shark fin so they can make shark fin soup out of it. And it thinks the guy will be more vigorous and sex life, you know. I don't know. They make drugs for that now. You so yes. Yeah. You don't need to kill the shark. Not if you're in China. Yeah, no, it's really big. It's don't. a big thing. It's, it's expensive over there, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a North Korean teacher's guide named uh, or called uh, Kim Jong-un's Revolutionary Activities was recently leaked and includes a lot of uh, lesser-known facts about their great and wonderful leader. Oh, God. It includes tidbits like Kim Jong-un can draw well and knows how to compose music. Yeah, good to know. Um, Kim Jong-un learned to drive at the age of three. Oh. And at the age of nine, Kim raced the chief executive of a foreign yacht company and won. Yeah. Man, I wish Obama was as cool as Kim (laughs) Jong-un. Is it it confirmed that he poops or not poops? Well, according to the book, everybody poops except Kim Jong-un. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. He... 
I mean, he's a perfect being. He was born without a sphincter because yeah. he didn't need it. He uses every <laughs> nutrient. That, that was some of the. That was like the only good parts of the interview was all the different things they made up about Kim Jong. Yeah. I I loved the scene when Franco finds like finds out that the grocery store is fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lied. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one of those movies I can kind of see why they drummed up publicity for it because yeah. yeah, it was it was fine, but not like. Not as big as it. No, no not no. at all. Nowhere near. Should have not caused that much trouble. No. No, but no. it was fun. It was just fun. Uh, UW-Madison students are working on breaking a record. No, not the record for the largest beer bong. That record is held by local bar uh, Clyde's Corner in Belvinville. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm? Uh, but rather the world's largest Rice Krispie bar. Mm. The students are combining 9,000 pounds of marshmallows, uh, 5,500 pounds of Rice Krispies, and 900 pounds of butter. Just think about that number for a second. 900 pounds of butter. That's a shit ton of butter. That's a lot of butter. That's a lot of butter. That so- is like the average American's yearly intake of butter. If <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're looking for somebody to volunteer to eat the whole thing, I am. Uh, I, my uh, schedule's open. Carlos, this is a uh, a fifteen thousand pound Rice Krispie bar. Might take me a week. Yeah, <laughs> might take me a week to eat it. They're gonna take. The, they're gonna chop it up and sell it to charity. They're not gonna let you eat all fifteen well, thousand pounds I mean, of Rice Krispies. I, it, I can like eat it for charity. You know, make an event or something. Yeah. Is it? Is it like? Are you gonna raise awareness for diabetes? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <That'll>... <laughs> so that's a brilliant event. Having to eat off for diabetes. <laughs> They should have it. <laughs> Maybe they should some... roll it out so it's like a, the normal size of a Rice Krispie you know, bar, and just roll it all all the way so it's really thin. That'd be a really humongous. I could, uh, God, because it's probably it. going to be in a brick form. Yeah. I could uh, do it like a dual. Uh, eat it for both. Uh Diabetes and like maybe pancreatic cancer or something. I don't know. <laughs> What's something that destroys uh, is destroyed by sugar? Your body in general. Just your body. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Use it for like gluten awareness because you know, it's rice. Well, no, they, they should definitely make it a gluten-free Rice Krispie bar. Yes, yes. I mean, that's the only way now, to make that's it a, truly that's healthy. A yes, breaker. If I don't inclusive. get my gluten, I might die. No, it's yeah. the opposite, Carlos. Gluten's bad for you. Didn't you read Scientific American? Gee whiz. Well, you see, I... Gee willikers. My body's anti-anti-gluten, so if I don't eat gluten, like, bad things happen. Isn't that just pro-gluten? No. Pro-life, pro-gluten. But it's anti-anti-gluten. Yeah. Stop using double negatives. It's like you can try to swim out of a sand pit. It's just not <laughs> <happening>. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, the, the current record was set by a team in La Canada, Flint Ridge, uh, California. Uh, their treat weighed in at ten thousand three hundred and fourteen pounds. This oh, is gonna beat it by five. So now those pounds. people up in Canada so, are like, ah, no, California, California, it's La Canada, Flint Ridge, oh. California. How are they planning uh, on cooking that? Which is a stupid name. It, like you, you don't gonna, cook Rice Krispies. Well, cri- right, Krispie bars. They gotta don't they have to be heated up? Or, or no, the marshmallow the needs to yeah. be heated up. So I'm assuming they're just gonna put it in, yeah. in like a big a cement mixer, which has a heating element. Uh, well, I would not say a cement mixer. I'd probably say a bunch of giant pots. Why you wouldn't you use a cement mixer? You you don't want to eat something from a cement mixer. Well, if you clean the cement mixer first, it's not the same. Or a brand new cement mixer. Yeah, you can disinfect that. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I really want to know who's paying for all of these materials, though. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. Well, if it's for charity, it's probably being donated. Yeah. The chores and board. I don't know. 
tourism they're not gonna keep it around it's not like the world's biggest ball of twine i don't know like madison's like oh man our tourism is really hurting right yeah. now <laughs> let's make a huge rice crispy bar fix everything. <laughs> till a bird shits on it you'd be surprised so it can stay there forever you'd be surprised you can get away with from the chamber of commerce oh my god <laughs> What do you know about the Chamber of Commerce? <laughs> like, where's your inside information oh, coming from? It. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Carlos, I feel like you're just not making facts. <laughs> I feel like you're lying to us. No, we're all about the facts on the show. Oh, okay. Um, a four-year-old in Texas just had the greatest day ever with his dad. Uh, his dad brought him to a site of a future shopping center to hunt for fossils. Figuring that the recently dug up earth would be a good place to find some neat fish fossils. They did find uh, some fish fossils, but Wiley, the son, also found something far more exciting. A piece of fossilized bone. It was a decent sized fossil, and his uh, dad got pretty excited and called the university. The university started to dig around and, far, uh, and found uh, one of the largest uh, collections of nodosaur fossils, uh, an herbivore creature that lived uh, in the late Jurassic period, along with a few possible new species. So I'm hoping that they'll call one of the new species the wily sore. No. Because first of all, that has to be one sneaky-ass dinosaur. <laughs> now, first of all, I was disappointed because I was hoping that they'd find a dead body. That's right. Bad puns all over. Nice. I was hoping that they that the kid would find a dead body, and that's what he dug up. Yeah, I thought that's what he was yeah. going to do. No, that, that's, that's stand but by me. Also, this is real life. But you see, the thing is... Uh, <laughs> You realize that that means that that shopping mall is no longer going up. Yeah, that's fine. No, yeah. So all that work that they did, like now it's gone. They can't have a shopping. The, the mall world anymore. doesn't need another shopping. No, mall. it really doesn't. <laughs> there, there needs to be a shopping mall in every corner. No, we we have the no. Mall of America. We that's that's the only one we need. It's not large enough yet. You no, you have Amazon. Like that's all you need. You that can, is the Mall of America now, right? Anymore. Amazon is plus they have Amazon Prime now with with one hour delivery in certain cities. I want Which, that. Right? That's awesome as shit. I want that so much. Just so much. It's worth the money. Uh, we mentioned this already, but Game of Thrones Season 5 starts today. Uh, but, but some fans just couldn't wait. Yesterday, the first four episodes of Season 5 were leaked online around 9 p.m. And by Sunday morning, Did the episode... Uh, no. Dang it. <laughs> I want to watch them week by week. Otherwise, I, I will get watch five episodes in, then I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but then you'll forget that it's on. No, I won't. Yeah, you will. Then I can go enjoy trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, man. Priorities. I missed all the trivia because it's at the worst that. time on a Sunday. I just, I just don't know what to do with that information. Uh, anyway, by Sunday morning, the episodes had been downloaded almost eight hundred thousand times. Wow. Uh, the source of the leak is currently unknown, but the going theory is that they are uploads of HBO's press screeners that have the identifying watermark blurred out. Uh, so if somebody screwed up, it was probably Gizmodo. Those guys. First they get banned from Apple events. <laughs> and now- <laughs> Idiots. Uh, yesterday marked the 45th anniversary of one of the most historic NASA near disasters, Apollo 13. Uh, launched on April 11th, 1970, Apollo was supposed to be Apollo 13 was supposed to be the third trip to the moon for NASA. Unfortunately, two days into the mission, on April 13th, an oxygen tank aboard the craft exploded, putting Tom Hanks, Bill Paxton, and Kevin Bacon at risk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, luckily, with quick thinking from mission control on the ground and the astronauts themselves, they safely made it back to ho- back home. The incident has since been dubbed a successful failure. 
and a phenomenal film. What a great movie. Yeah. I love that movie. And it's the common misconception that's the worst space event that happened to Bill Paxton. What is the worst space event that happened to Bill Paxton? The Carl? aliens that were coming out of the walls. That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Bill Paxton just does not have good luck with anything. He should not travel in space, no. No, not really, no. He shouldn't really do a whole lot. He was in. He was the one in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who went loco, right? I think so. Yeah, I think that was Paxton. I I, can, it's him and Pullman. I can never yeah, remember. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that they flip-flop. Like, yeah. I can't remember. It's Paxton and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, so he shouldn't be part of shady organizations either. Yeah. He should just stay at home and eat Rice Krispie bars with Carlos. <laughs> I don't care. I don't share Rice Krispie bars. So. What, you, oh, so you're not going to share your 15,000 pounds of Rice Krispie bars with, with Bill Paxton? No. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't? He's a star. He can afford his own damn Rice Krispie bar. <laughs> selfish, selfish man. Don't, I don't think you know how anything works. I don't have to. I just have to know that I want a Rice Krispie bar. That's all I need. So go make a Rice Krispie. It's not that hard, man. Yeah, but it's not 15,000 pounds If you do give it to him, you can ask him what the eye of the tornado is like. That's true. He does drive right into those. I don't like that You don't like a genius. You don't like Twister? No. Why not? It's a, it's a fun. It's a fun movie. I don't care about it. You want a really fun knockoff? Watch Tornado with Bruce Campbell. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I started watching that Into the Storm that came out or whatever. Yeah, it's a recent one. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> There's tornadoes everywhere. Wait, they're they're still making. Yeah, it was knockoffs? just in the, it was just in the theaters. Uh, maybe when I first got back from Japan. Wasn't wasn't there two like Twister movies that came out? Mm-hmm. Very close to each other. It was. I know it was Twister, and what was the other one? I know. I like my uh, similar premise, yeah. but yeah, I think there was one that was similar. But I, don't know, I like my Tornado movies accurate, by like factually accurate. So I, that's why I stick with Sharknado. <laughs> the only I, thing I, keeping Tara Reid paid. I always forget that Philip Seymour Hoffman was in Twister. He was. Yeah. yeah. He was the, the crazy electronics geek guy that oh, played the loud music and shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Man. He's been in so many movies when you when you think about it, yeah. Not anymore, he's not. No. Sad days. Well, I brought that down. And to bring it back up, we're going to talk with Doug about all the Yay! things he's doing. Oh. We should do that. We should. That's I'm the awesome. whole reason he's here. I'm awesome. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite Everything stories. Is like, awesome. I work with... Uh, I've worked with disabled people, and I was talking to one of them one time, and I told them I want to make a T-shirt that says, I'm awesome. And she goes, you're awesome? I'm like, thank you. It, man. <laughs> I think it's funny. I coaxed somebody to tell me I'm awesome. So yeah, but she, they said it in a questioning way. Yeah. Well, they may yeah. have their doubts. Well, they shouldn't have their doubts. <laughs> if they've met me, they don't have your doubt. That's true. <laughs> 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 All right, Doug. So I guess what what work wise, what have you been up to? Uh, okay, so the, the latest thing we already kind of touched on is the Alpha X book that's coming out. Um, I hang with a group of guys called the Twin City Comic Collective, and you can find those guys on Facebook. Um, just look up Twin City Comic Collective or TC Three, as they like to be called. Um, and uh, we put together a jam book, which means that. Every so, like, we had two writers work on the script, and then every page has been kind of touched on by like at least three or four people. Oh, wow! So, it, you know, pencils by one person, inks, and then colors by two different people, including me. That's cool, yeah. It's actually really a lot of fun. Uh, it's like a space adventure, old pulpy kind of comics, like Buck Rogers, but with like a, a, a lady. Okay, is it you know? So, um, and right now we're running an Indiegogo, it's open for like a little over a week now left. 
Um, so uh, we could use some donations for that if people want to go find Elf. What do you guys? Uh, what's what's your goal? Uh, we're trying to make two thousand. Okay, um, helps with all the print costs and going to Wizard World and paying for like tables and such. Awesome, so, very cool. So definitely uh, kick in for that, even if it's just like five bucks. But there's some good prizes. Is there like uh, a? Do you have a quick link that? Uh, quickest link you could find is just go to uh, Twin City Comic Collective on Facebook. It's like one of those IGG whatever. Yeah. You know? But otherwise, go to Indiegogo and look up Alpha X or Twin City Comic Collective, or just find me on Facebook, Doug Kahlberg, and. Um, Maybe not friend me. Just look at my links because I'm pretty picky about who's my actual <laughs> friends. Ooh, we're friends with them, right? I know. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I've got a personal one, and then I got a business one. Yeah. There's the Free Range uh, Studios, Pandora's Box. It's my professional one. I totally have a bone to pick with you on that. Yes, because I can't link to it from the Blind Ninja Studios one. What? Because yeah. uh, it's it's an individual account instead of a page. Uh, okay. And so you can't link to pages. I've been, uh, I've been meaning to switch over to a fan page. <laughs> I just got to figure out how to make that work for me. So yeah, so I should do that soon. And by actually. a bone to pick, I mean it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> just just link my my name. Is fine. That's what I did. Yeah, that's that's good enough for most people. If they don't like it, they can you know not go to my right. website. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know, I do this thing that really relies on fans, but fuck them. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well the, the I don't know the way I've always kind of seen it. If you don't like what I'm doing, then don't go there. Like I'm yeah. not going to change what I, what I do to, to accommodate everybody. But um, so yeah, so there's the Alpha X thing. Um, you know, please friend us on on Facebook and, and like us and pass the name around because that's an actual fan page, I believe. So it's okay. stuff like that. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to look up the Alpha X one. I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at it a bit, but I haven't dug into yeah. it super deep yet. So check it out. That's kind of fun, and I think that's supposed to be one of like a three part series that we're doing of like graphic novels. Oh, cool. Um, so we're doing that, coughing that out. Uh, again, go to Indiegogo for that. Look up Alpha X. Um, could use some more money for that because that's what I like about Indiegogo is you actually get to keep the money as opposed to Kickstarter where it's either win or fail. Yeah. So, uh, um, so you mentioned the Twin Cities Comic Collective. So yes. what is that? Uh, so we're a group of artists out of the Twin Cities. Like um, we all do comics and cartoons. We're all we're writers or artists. Um, and at some point we'll be looking for some more membership too. So contacting us would always be favorable. Okay. But uh, the way we're set up, we're designed to help promote each other, um, our projects, and uh, work collectively to do that. So you, you kind of have some more people at your back. Um, originally, kind of started out as just sort of hanging out and drinking and talking about you know things you could actually relate to with another with another cartoonist and comic book person. Because I mean, you know what it's like. I mean, you'd have to talk to other podcasts yeah. to be able to bitch about what you actually do with to for someone to appreciate it. That's true, except I don't know any other podcasters, so people are just like, well, you just sit in your basement all weekend? What? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine it's a pretty secluded group. I mean, <laughs> don't talk to each other much. Yeah. After re-explain it, every family get together. Yep. <sighs> That's why I just tell people I do radio, and they, no, that, they understand that. Yeah, I was going to, never mind. Yeah, what, I just, no, what are you going to say? No, nothing. Well, now I want to know. Nope. Oh yeah! Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just have to it tell ju- people. It just helped at work. Yeah, like, I'd be like, yes. Yeah, I yep. just tell people I'm an illustrator, so they can go, oh, that's nice. Like, yeah. I just okay, say well, internet radio show. It, well, it's it's <laughs> crazy how like the. I guess the the industries change so fast uh, where you moved from physical media and I guess like podcasting was, you know, all regulated airwave stuff. And now everything's just on the Internet. And so Mm -hmm. people just don't it's hard for them to make that leap. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming, and, and they should because the podcasts are actually the way to go because you can get a much more honest response from people, mm-hmm. you know, than the canned crap that you hear on the air. So. And we can say fuck. So yeah, yeah that's usually pretty helpful. I like f bombs. They're fun. <laughs> we aren't alone. <laughs> well, I, I just I, I had to do a podcast a few weeks ago, uh, but I had to do it clean. And not, oh, no. And not drink. Like, it was the first one I ever went to that I had to be, like, clean and professional. I felt so out of place. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this isn't me at all. <laughs> yeah, this is not who I am. I'm, I'm much better when I've had a couple drinks in me. So, uh, <clears throat> so, so, yeah, we're doing that. Um, we've helped promote each other. Um, we've got a festival in Rosemont that we're working on this year for the Rosemont Arts Council. Okay. So just look up uh, the rack. It's like a R A A C, and look at their events page, and we'll be on there. Cool. Um, we're doing stuff like teaching classes and doing um, sketches and stuff for people. So that'll be neat. Yeah, it's 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 fun. You know, do you guys do a bunch of convention stuff, or just really like the big? Too. Um, collectively together, it's kind of hard to get all of us together okay. for a convention, just for the fact that we all kind of have our lives. Most of us still have day jobs. Um, we're doing Wizard World this year, regardless of whether or not the go-go thing passes. Um, so we'll be doing that, and that's a pretty big show. And then, of course, Spring Con together, we'll be doing that. Um, I know Fall Con uh, in October, we'll be doing that together as well. And then various other ones, we just kind of like piece together our time together as best we can. Cool. So, yeah. Um, do you guys have any other collective uh, works coming out? Like, I guess, have you teamed up with anybody to do something? Like, I- I'm assuming there's subsets of you guys that kind of break out. And yeah. Do um, I'm going to, at some point, hopefully this year, I'm going to have to start breaking some balls about it. But um, working with a, a writer named David Jensen, because uh, he's got a book that I want to work on called 14 Days to Die. Okay. And it's essentially one of those books where, like, what would you do if you had 14 days left? And uh, if it was someone else's fault, oh no! <laughs> yes, so so there's some 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 good kind of Breaking Bad moments in it that I really liked, and it'd be a chance for me to do something more serious as opposed to just all the comedy stuff that I always do. So, uh, so we'll be working on that. Um, like all the guys have their own projects together, like a lot of them. So, um, like yeah, make sure just you know, check out the the Facebook thing that has a whole list of stuff. Otherwise, I think there's like TwinCitiesComicCollective.com you can probably okay. check out. Um, or Google it. Google's always a way to go with things. Yeah. You know, um, I even Google myself once in a while. It's kind of fun. Isn't it kind of just a little fun? It's a little narcissistic, but it's really <laughs> interesting to see like, you know, like, oh yeah, I remember I did that thing. <laughs> oh yeah. That the like, LinkedIn page that I created so long ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, or uh, my, uh, my cousin made a page for me back when I was in college. It was just like 20 years ago and, uh, that'll still pop up. It's still there. You're like, wow, Bemidji, maybe you should probably take that down. That doesn't exist. <laughs> you know? I searched myself on Google Images. That's what oh came up. Oh, my God. Pretty. Real pretty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I didn't realize you went through that stage. All right. That's great. I had to save that picture. It's just hilarious. So, yeah, search, search for your name and then see the first picture that comes up. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I just don't even know what to make with that photo. Uh, it's like I when like we were magic when we were uh, messing around. Carlos found that he had a Twitter from way back when. Mm. Apparently, it wasn't my. It was not my Twitter. Carlos, it it was Carlos Nymphs. It was not Carlos Nymphs. Okay, 
I no. think no. It, I don't know, it said it said Carlos, and then it said the or like the ninja. Or yeah, something. that was weird. Yeah, so it was obviously you. It was clearly not mine. I've it was never made clearly you. <laughs> I've never made a Twitter in my life. <laughs> made a Twitter. Now, <laughs> I did post on the Blind Ninja Studios Twitter at a uh, at one of our the uh, brewing things. Uh, yeah, one of the hunger com- uh, competitions. But you I couldn't even have- handle that. It, it it was two hundred and fifty five characters at a time. No, no, I mean I I got the everything wrong. What do you mean you got everything? Oh, like wrong? the f- the grand winner. I got. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we let you do anything? Wow. Well, I'm sorry. Like names are hard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he said he, he said a bunch of names, and I just put down one of them. <laughs> and it wasn't even the right one. No, no, it was not. <laughs> they, should, they should have you handing out the Oscars, and the Oscar goes to uh, this this guy. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Someone? Whatever. Here's some random names. Random names. He can't do as bad as Travolta did. Oh, with, uh, that was great. <laughs> I love... Uh, there's something just absolutely delicious about watching people just fuck up. You know? <laughs> so hard. Uh, he doesn't help himself, though. I don't think he's necessarily that bright dude in real life, but what are you going to do? Yeah. So, uh, how's Pandora's Box going? Pandora's Box uh, is going good. Um, this fall, I'm going to have issue four out, because now that I'm done with the Kingdom of Loathing stuff, I can actually work on my own crap for a while. Cool. Um, and that's going to be called the special edition, and it features our character Norby that has Down syndrome. I'll let that sink. So with, <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so with with Pandora's box, you still do the? Is it weekly? Three times a three week. Three times a week. Okay. Three times a week. Uh, generally around. Uh, I post late in the evening on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, so that it'll be ready for Monday, Wednesday, and okay. Friday. So. And then do you? Uh, so when you do these, the collections are are they just collections of uh, old stuff or are they new stuff? Uh, this one's going to be at least half uh, brand new stuff that you can't get on the internet. Okay. Um, I try to include brand new stuff in every issue so that at least you're not paying for like recycled shit. Because mm-hmm. um, I always feel bad making people buy something you can get for free. Yeah, entirely. But at the same time, I don't because I want your money. <laughs> um, so that'll be out this fall. I'm also going to do a tenth uh, anniversary collected because I've been doing this for ten years as of November. Man, I know a whole decade. That's is just insane. Pissing away so much time. Two thousand five. I know. I know, and and to think I've I've went from being a terrible artist to a mediocre one in ten years. It's that is really a huge great. jump. I know, like I can almost draw like a meaty stick figure and make it worth looking at. A meaty stick figure. Yeah, well, yeah. that one's sinking. <laughs> Wait a second, which parts are meaty? Never mind. Never mind. Well, I can Don't draw worry. whatever. It's fine. <laughs> So yeah, doing that and then doing all the conventions I can get to. Um, still learning to work around a kid's schedule, so I've learned to live with like five or six hours of sleep a night. You know, and you just kind of drink a lot of coffee and you know act curmudgeonly to everybody you meet because that's about as best as. So I it's can not a do. huge change. For not you a then. huge change. No, no, that's about as best <laughs> as I can for most people. So. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, any like any plans on like shifting like the focus of Pandora's box, or is it gonna? I mean, you've been doing it for ten years now. Uh, I'm, do you I'm, do you want to work on something else now? I'm, or? I'm working on changing things up a little bit. I I want to get into the swing of doing um, longer stories. Okay. Uh, I'm working on a one right now with like my character AJ is like finally getting a girlfriend for a bit and seeing what happens with that. And um, 
at some point I do have like the end of the whole thing written in my head. Like there will be an ending to Pandora's box. I just don't want it to happen quite yet. Yeah. Um, but I do have other books in my head that I want to work on. And I think a couple of years down the line, I'm going to have that ready to go, but I'm not ready to announce that yet, but I'm definitely working on, I want to work on an all ages book. Okay. Um, something that my kid could actually read without me being embarrassed by. So, well, cause right now, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't have her reading the things on there without ruining her as a person. Well, you can right now cause she can't read. <laughs> That's true. Like I get, I'm, I'm enjoying like watching all the radar stuff that I can now. <laughs> I suppose. Cause then you have like 10 years of, yeah. is the, is the kid gun? Is the kid gun? Yeah. It's, it's, that's what it's going to be too. Like, well, you're around. So cover your eyes. I guess no Californication for daddy. No Game of Thrones. Nope. No, no Game of Thrones. High School Musical for the fifth time. All right. Oh God, damn no! I thought we found Nemo already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like having the kids already like put a lot of slices of life into my comics. Like I, on New Year's, I was holding her up and playing with her like you do with a baby, and then she threw up in my mouth. <laughs> oh God! Oh so no! That became a strip because we. <laughs> <laughs> what else are we gonna do about it? You know, uh, nothing but smelly like cheese smell for the rest of like the night. Like, Did you vomit in return? No, no. As a parent, you actually get really used to a lot of things. Like, <laughs> like, oh, here's this diaper full of like the worst liquid shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh well, like it doesn't bother <laughs> you so much anymore. I mean, you, it's like a parent superpower. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. Or a curse. I'm you, not really. Yep. You used to like the white sticky vomit all over you, and then the dog really likes coming over and licking that off of you. Like, my dog really enjoys my daughter's puke. It's disgusting. That is so gross. It is so gross. So gross. You have to fight him to, like, not lick her face. <laughs> terrible. Oh, you're not going to share? Don't, you're not going to share? Oh. You hear that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he, you were done with it. He's very interested in it. Like, my carpet's super clean now, but not, not, not for a good reason. Never have to get a carpet cleaner again. Oh, uh, uh. oh man. So that took a turn. Yeah. No. no, kids are gross. It's just the way it is. So, so you think? Uh, do you think you'll always just kind of do Pandora's box, even with all the other stuff? And yeah, I think that's going to be like one of my mainstays. Like that's uh, the thing about doing like the freerangestudios.com thing is that I can always throw in something else, so it's not just Pandora's box. Yep. Um, like, like the one I threw up this week, you'd probably check out is uh, like the D's Nut Company jokes. I love doing D's nut company jokes because it's it writes itself. Like, how can you not say put D's nuts in your mouth and enjoy them? You know, <laughs> and they're all Victorian era style like comics. So I just I enjoy the idea. Well, there's something awesome about just well middle school butt humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it runs the gamut. Like I, I go anywhere from like a poop and dick joke, sometimes together. You never know. <laughs> to hopefully a little bit more cerebral kind of humor, but okay. at least it's satirical. All right. Awesome. Uh, I guess before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to plug? Uh, let's see. People can always go to freerunstudios.com to check out my stuff. Um, yeah, I've got a gallery going on over at uh, DeviantArt. Just look at Puppet Master 78. That's a good place to check out more of my professional stuff because I, I've been doing... Um, like a lot of posters for the Twin Cities comic uh, okay. comedy uh, community, so I do that. Um, I always check out the Twin City Comic Collective stuff, uh, especially on Facebook. We're trying to get more likes for that one. Um, 
and just come find us at all the local conventions. Just look at look it up, and chances are one of us is going to be there. So, uh, what are the dates for uh, Wizard World and SpringCon? You know, uh, yeah, it's uh, the, uh, Wizard World is the first weekend in May, so it's like May first is that Friday, I think, and then. Two weeks after that is the MSP Con, is what they're calling it now. It's not Spring Con. Oh, okay. Yeah, they changed the name. Um, rebranded. Yeah, rebranded. Well, this is the first year after the the uh, head dude, Nick the head died, dude, yeah. uh, passed away. Yep, yep. So, so okay. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, they got a new website, and uh, I know my name's on it, so you can go check that out. Cool. That'd be awesome. So awesome. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, thanks for thanks for joining us again. I and always we, enjoy. It. We always love having you on. You know, I go anywhere there's free beer. Well, <laughs> it's here every weekend. So <laughs> it's it's the one thing we can pay our guests with. So <laughs> I have no problem with that whatsoever. All right. Hey, there's some outro bed music there we go just a couple of announcements don't forget that you guys can support us on patreon head on over to patreon.com slash studios or find us on uh facebook but that's not going to help you get to the patreon so head on over to blindnewstudios.com and then click on the patreon link at the bottom of the home page i got ahead of myself i am yeah so close <laughs> Doing good. uh And uh, if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, head over to blindnewstudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage, go to your regular Amazon shopping, and Amazon gives us a bit of a cut for sending you to Amazon because you totally weren't going to go there without us. Absolutely not. All right, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. 